Coffee Conversations about Influencer Marketing is brought to you by Influential, a strategic consultancy that takes the guesswork out of influencer marketing for your brand. We provide much-needed strategically crafted frameworks on how to implement influencer campaigns specific to your brand needs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fabulous edition of Coffee Conversation about Influencer Marketing. And as usual, I've got my partner in influence and dolly welcome thank you hi Sinti. how are you doing today i'm good and you i'm okay and we have a very special guest once again as always bronwyn wheel welcome thank you thank you very much thanks for being on the podcast today Bron. yeah thank you. i don't it's think actually... anybody does uh social media marketing and strategy better than you been of going through not. your work <laughs> no, <inside. you're> right. <laughs> thank you thank you very much well i actually yeah. woke up this morning thinking this is my first podcast ever that I'm oh doing. fantastic yay. yay and i had to prepare myself and go when i've watched my insta stories yeah. i talk so fast and i like to ramble on so i kind of went just slow down just calm yourself down and talk a bit slower so that's me preparing for today we have the same issue exactly, i had yeah. to learn to talk a lot slower yeah. just okay. so people can understand me but look don't don't really worry about it this is not an interview this is a conversation oh so i see what you did there conversation away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so bronwyn is ceo of conversation station yes and please tell us a little bit about yourself and what your brand does I was in the financial services industry for 20 years. I worked for Standard Bank um, in various roles around the marketing team. Picked up a lot of skills, a lot of you know, expertise, and I just decided I wanted to give back. I wanted more out of life. Yeah. Uh, last year, actually this week last year, so it's been a year since I've left Standard Bank, um, yeah. I opened up my own business called Conversation Station. Happy okay. anniversary, by the way. Thank you very much. Yeah. Ching, ching. Um, and it is all about, you know, helping entrepreneurs and small businesses have a voice in the community right. helping them to you know looking at social media their strategies content ideas you know you know to people that are on social media every day it's you know it's we know it like the back of our hands but to yeah. have someone running a business it's very difficult for them to actually get it right so it's me just helping them all right and so our conversation today is woven around uh, social media strategy management and the role it plays in influencer marketing but let's start from the bottom what is social media strategy and management? So the strategy is what you start with before you even go onto any social media platform. All it's right. the it's understand what you're trying to do. What are your objectives? What are you trying to get right? What mm -hmm. are the messages you're talking about? And to who? You have to know who you're talking to and where you'll find them on what platform. It's right. not a spray and pray approach. Um, it's the roadmap. And then to also know what will success look like so that you can actually measure yourself. Okay. The management is actually implementing that strategy. It's the posting, it's the content development, it's the day-to-day -day management of those platforms and talking and engaging with, with your customer. Yeah, I, I notice, sorry, I notice it's very important to always talk about the management bit because we've got all these brands with uh, 200 pages strategies, but then that's not translating into what happens every day and the outcomes that they get from their tactics. No. So how important is it to always have a balance between the two? It's definitely important because yeah. only after you've been managing a platform for a while will you realize that what's working and what's not working. Your okay. insights have to be, your insights about your consumer and your audience have to lead what you talk about and what they, they, what they want to talk about. It's yeah. not what you want to talk about, it's what they, they want, want to hear. To, yeah. What yeah. they want to know, what are their paid points that you're addressing and how you're helping them. All right. And I think also part of why we have you today is because influencer marketing goes hand in hand with social media. And a lot of times, 
brands or people marketing managers don't think about that. You have influencers that's on social media, but you also need your own social media then to also play ball and kind of know what's going on so yeah. they can interact, right? So, and I think that's where I want to go with this is how has social media platforms changed since influencer marketing became such a big thing? You know, influence, influencer marketing has been around for many, many years. I think in the old days, Born it used to be blogs. I mean, you know, we, we, I've got two blogs, you blog, a lot yes. of people were bloggers. Yeah. And it was a platform where people could talk to people and just, you know, sp you know share their opinions, their yeah. lives, their world. And I think what's happened, you, you have to also understand what's happened with social media platforms. You've got decisions by Zuckerberg, like about two or three years ago, with him saying that we are going to be seeing less of the public content, yeah. like brands, businesses, media, yeah. and more of your content from your friends family and where you connect and where you he wants people to spend time it's time well spent on platforms yes yeah. it's not about selling and advertising so hand in hand with that um, influencers and people realize that they've got a bigger say and more reach because people uh, you know their content was being seen or prioritized yes. more than what your businesses were um, I do think you also need to understand what's going on globally. It's not just social media because uh, we think social media is the world <laughs> <It's> well, <like this. laughs> yes um, um, going uh, globally, the world I think is in a really bad state. Globally, it's in a mess. Yes. Um, people have lost trust with business, with leaders, with brands. People yeah. are trusting people more. And you're finding yeah. a lot on social media. People are going to people for advice, to people for information more yeah, than they're correct. trusting brands, brands and business that's leaders. True. I mean, you've got groups on, on social media like um, I Know a Guy and I Love Four Ways and all these groups where strangers yeah. are actually asking strangers for advice or, you know, I'm looking for a plumber, I'm looking for someone. Um, a school for my kids yeah. or you know what does people think about this and you're trusting people more than you're actually trusting or going to a brand's page to find that True. info and i think it is because to your point you're part of a community yes. even though it's not physical like in the old days but it's online now and everyone yeah. is kind of like-minded they stay yeah. in the same community so if i ask you for advice for a school or a plumber yeah yeah Chances are three or four people in there is going to give me like, I use this guy every single time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Go to him. He's amazing. And that's yeah. influencing right there. Yeah. Exactly. And it's quite key what you say about community because I think people want to feel like they belong to something, to someone, to some kind of um, group of a tribe. And I think that's where if I'm, if I'm talking to people every single day, all day about something, I'm going to trust what they say. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So I think you need to know that Bronze got a fantastic blog about running. <laughs> I don't run, but I subscribe <laughs> to your blog because you relate it um, to like life lessons. <laughs> Before anyone thinks that I've run Comrades, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to yeah. be my next question. Before anyone thinks that I've run a marathon, I haven't. I actually run the 10Ks, the 5Ks, the 21Ks, yeah. Yeah. and I use the, the life's lessons um, and they can teach me about running because running teaches me about life and life teaches me, teaches me about running. So it's that kind of thing that, you know, yeah. people can relate to. Yeah. It's Relatability. Like, it's it's yeah. funny what you say about people coming to read my blog. The blogs where I, run, where I write about running, I find, you know, people engage, but, you know, running, mm -hmm. runners, no runners. Yeah. My biggest hits I've had on my blog have been where I've blogged about a cough mixture remedy that my mom gave me. Because I couldn't run because I had like such a bad cough. Go. People right. just want that recipe. Because they the, can relate. I know. The yeah. other one was about coming out of my trick and how bad my marks were. Every year at the end of the year, 
people are searching and Googling, you know, I'm a failure. I yeah. failed my trick. What's my future going to be? And they come across my blog and they're inspired by it. And it was just yeah. about going, hey, like life is a, it's, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah. And how that inspires people. You see, and I think that plays exactly into the nano micro space totally. of influences where they inspire by their lives and they've got a tribe who they resonate with, yeah. exactly. which is yeah. great. Yeah. But coming back to, to strategy of social ma- media marketing, or social media, sorry, um, how important is it, and I think so, um, Cindy touched on that, how important it is to have that strategy. It's obviously extremely important because you decide your direction and your voice and who you speak to. But how important is it to have a community manager instead of, I know a lot of brands do this, just give it to the junior in the office to do mm, or mm. to someone else is like a second job or just something. Yeah. Well, when you have time, take mm. it and answer. You're, you're seeing that so often. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you have to understand and be clear about your objectives because your, object, your objectives are about what your business is trying to do and the success and the strategies of what you're trying to get right. Correct. So you have to be clear about what you have to do, what you have to say and where you say it. You can't talk about everything on social media. You have to be clear on what you talk about. Yeah. Clear content pillars. Clear. You have to be clear about what the role of each platform plays in your strategy. And then to hand it over to some junior person or someone who hasn't been part of that whole, yeah. you know, you know is quite well, just risky. experience-wise. You know, you can be the most highly skilled person on TikTok and Instagram, but it doesn't mean you understand how to have conversations that translate yes. into return of investments. There's exactly. a big difference between that. No, exactly. Yeah. So where, where do you see influencer marketing fit uh, in the whole social media landscape? I think uh, most of the time we know that Google search and Facebook generally takes the biggest piece of digital marketing. Uh, so in your opinion, where does influencer marketing fit into that whole spectrum? You know, I think when people go onto Google, it's with intent. I'm looking for something specific. I find what I need to do. I do my research. Yeah. But where they turn to make that final decision, a lot of people are turning to people to kind of go, you know, I've, I've I can decide between A and B or C. You know, yeah. what is what yeah. do you think? What do yeah. you what is your review? What have you seen? What have yeah. you experienced? And I guess the biggest thing is there's social proof already. Somebody has used social it proof. And, yeah. Look, seventy totally. percent yeah. of people look to social media before they make a big purchase. And forty nine percent people look to um, influencers to yeah. help them. And that's the stats. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. And and you know, I often find out and I don't I don't know if anyone else uses a trip advisor and you go onto that site and look at hotels. The brand or the hotel might post their own pictures of the hotel, mm-hmm. but it's the pictures that the photos that people that have stayed there post that you trust more yeah. because they've seen it. It's, it's a when referral. You go, exactly. When you go to the restaurant, they can have the most beautiful Instagram grid, but it's when people are posting their actual photos that you go, well, that's what's actually being served. Yeah. No, exactly. And again, it goes back to that peer-to-peer recommendation. Exactly. I don't want to hear what the brand's telling me they have. They're <laughs> yeah. going to tell me they're amazing. They could be lying to me. Of course <laughs> yeah, they are. Of course. Yeah. But my friends... Well, they're not always going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, but... but they, they want to put their best they, foot forward. Oh, of course. Yeah. And and when a brand is planning an influencer market, marketing campaign, how important is it for the social media team to closely work with the influencer marketing team? It's very, very important. I mean, you have to understand what exactly the objectives are. What is that brand trying to get across? And, yeah. so, and it's not it's not a one-size-fits-all, and it's not the same message for every brand and no, every exactly. product. Yeah. It could be something that, you know, the brand needs awareness and reach. It could be something new that they're trying mm. to get across, and they yeah. need a lot of people to know. It could be something more intricate where there's detail that needs to be translated and explained. It could be something that needs to be demonstrated to people to see how it works. Yeah. And I think that's where it's important that the content that's created does the, that job yeah. it's not mm. just what you know you don't just choose an influence and go we'll talk about it it could be something that you need to be creating that actually you know w- demonstrate what the actual final objective is for the brand yeah 
No, exactly. And I think um, to your point, the social media team is so integral because, and I think before we started recording, we were talking about this, where when you have an influencer campaign running and no one tells the social media team, yeah. there's a disconnect when people start asking about it to the brand yeah. because this, the community manager is the one who answers that. Yeah. And if they don't have the information, your, your campaign can fall flat because they yeah. don't have the answers or they're not equipped to do that. No, totally. It, no. it all has to work. You cannot, a social media cannot work in, in isolation of everything else you yeah. do. It has to be that entire brand experience. Offline, online, I have to live and feel that brand with every touch point. In, even the call center, even when you phone, even when you talk to anybody, that brand needs to come across as what are you trying to say? I need yeah. to buy it, I need to believe it. No, that's a great point. Um, we see a lot of digital agencies implementing influence marketing campaigns, right? I mean, PR agencies are doing it, digital agencies are doing it, um, and then obviously we have our specialized agencies, influence and marketing agencies doing it. Um, do you think that in general, and this is your opinion, just being in the, in the space, that digital agencies have those resources and, and the know-how to do it? Because from where I'm sitting, they're more experts in programmatic buying. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, they, they're mm. experts in influence marketing. I think compared to in the United States, South Africa's got a long way to go still. I think we're yeah. still new at it. I think we're still learning. We're I think some people, yeah. some people are trying to get it right. I think I'm seeing a lot of people still do, doing the using the numbers game. So if yeah. you've got more re, uh, more followers, you've got more reach and more yeah. influence, which I think is not really the point. We know it's yeah. not true, though. <laughs> right? Popularity, yeah. influence, yeah. bought followers, yes, right. fake followers. Yeah. I also think there's everyone's doing the same thing. You've been, you know, I'm, I don't know about anyone else, but I'm... You know, when someone gets something and they unbox it and they're showing picture and they're showing this, this and this and this. And I, I'm not really sure if that's really doing it justice. You know what? I've asked this question on my Instagram stories before because I, I'm not a big fan of the unboxing yeah. thing. I think yeah. it works fantastically well in certain industries. Sure. Like tech industries and stuff like that. Mm. People want to see what it is and what yeah. the new tech is. And then, you know, it sets it up for the content for the next two, three weeks where they use it. Yeah. I think that's amazing. <clears throat> Sorry. And then... Um, but when it comes to other industries, I'm just like, guys, we don't yeah. care what, what you just got as a press drop. Show us yeah. if it works or yeah. not. Yeah. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah. yeah, And I think it loses a bit of the authenticity because I'm kind of going, so someone sent you something. You didn't actually go and buy it on your own. You, didn't, you were sent it and now you love it. How can you all of a sudden? Okay. This brings <laughs> up. <laughs> you love it immediately. I, How can you love everything that gets sent to you? Maybe you love the box. I can do an entire podcast on this. Maybe we should. <laughs> Maybe we should. But um, I think that irks a lot of people where yeah. um, a lot of authenticity is lost with some influencers. Sure. The ones who get it right, actually, and then more smaller guys do it amazingly well, where they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Someone sent me something. And I think that's normal. Yeah. Like yeah. someone thought that I am good enough to send me things and they trust my opinion and I'm going to do some valued things for my my audience is going to love it or they're going to hate it and if I don't like it I'm going to yes. say so yeah. Yeah. yeah but then some of the guys like I say in the beauty industry I think mm. is particularly um bad bad at this where they just they get some oh this is amazing yes. and a week later they're like my skin looks amazing yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we know your skin has 28 day cycle <laughs> show me in two months if yes. your skin is still great yes you'll be honest yeah, yeah. be yeah. honest most of you know that influential is our podcast sponsor but did you know that my co-host and heads up the agency and that is the first ever boutique agency in south africa that specializes in developing strategy for influencer marketing Anne and the team are experts in the field and they've spent years warning their skills and knowledge about influencer marketing and at some of the country's biggest PR and media agencies. 
the moment that you think you might want an influencer campaign make sure to call or email them first because without strategy you might not have the outcomes that you would like and are looking for in addition to talking all things influence on this podcast and also puts together the fantastic influential newsletter that comes out every month and this is another way for you to keep up to date with the industry the link to latest newsletter is in the show notes check it out and if you like please subscribe and's contact details are also on there let's keep the conversation flowing it's all about authenticity mm. and yeah. choosing the correct influences for the correct brands and screen them and vet them to yeah. be like and i think also it's like if you don't like it don't be horrible about it yeah, but please yeah. like be honest and tell us why you don't like it so we can also improve our product yeah. you know and be patient I, I found that everybody gets sent the same thing at the same time yeah. and within that same week everybody is uh, loving it and using it and then it does and you're kind of going mm. you know be patient with your brand be patient with people and allow people to kind of grow with that and use it you know come back talk about it but when you're yeah. seeing everybody talking about the same thing at the same time it just loses a little bit of credibility that's for me that's a valid point that's a huge point media. yeah and I think again that comes down to strategy with influence yeah, marketing exactly. to space it up be like yeah. we're going to send two influences this week yes. three the next week four yes. the following and then space it out so for two months you've got fantastic content yeah. mm. you know we get brands get tired of their adverts and their their marketing mm. to you know a lot quicker than what customers do because yes. customers think so much so yeah. you've got to understand that you might think oh i've seen that ad a hundred times your your customer sometimes hasn't even seen it or see needs to see it a little a lot more yeah. to kind of get that message yeah and again targeting the right people exactly. that actually yeah. likes it <laughs> yeah um okay so do you treat influencer content differently to us or would you advise that social media managers treat that content differently when they're repurposing it for their own brands I think you, you know, brands still need to have their own hygiene content, stuff that mm. they talk about that's true to their brand and yeah. what they need to talk about all the time yeah. and build their brand. So you're always on content. Always on content. Yeah. And then understand that those campaigns are like those, that hero content that comes along, that you, you make a noise about it, and then it becomes part of your brand. Yes. So a lot of the time you have to treat it a little bit different because it is something new. You need a lot more attention drawn to something. You need mm. a message to come across. Yeah. But brands still need to be able to have that always on their own content that is them. Right. No, exactly. Uh, and so brand is wholly anchored on, on values. How important is it for influencer content to align with the brand's own social media voice? Or should it be different so that it creates that excitement and, and attention? I think the values need to align yeah. um, and the message needs to be the same. But I think the way the message is translated and communicated can be def definitely different. So ah. your packaging. Um, yeah, packaging, packaging and, I mean, I yeah. think that's why we choose... Um, influencers because they have a way that they've been able to talk to their audience in a yes. way that hooks them yeah. which is could be very different to the brand um it's you know I, I saw a saying the other day is that if they can't trust you they can't hear you oh i love yes. that i love it i know love that if they can't, I'm, we I'm, put it on and i think yeah. we've already those influencers have already done the work to build up their trust and they're hearing that that those messages yeah by a brand going only oh, no, you have to say it like we say it you have to do say it like this or like that yeah. it does create a problem where you're kind of going but that's not you anymore and then communities do pick that up eh? totally yeah. oh yeah For no sure. exactly and sure. i read a, 
I read an article the other day about uh, marketing managers who who feel obviously it's your baby this brand you yeah. know oh, and, yeah. and they feel very much <laughs> connected I mean you yeah. know oh, yes. <laughs> you've been there but um, some brand managers really want to control yeah. everything that influences and I'm like you know go get a print ad then because yes, it's yes. going to do the same thing yeah. Um, yeah. we always say Yes, put in measures in place and obviously the do's and don'ts and have the framework. Yeah. But within that, give them freedom to be yes. the creative directors that they are yeah. and they do every day. Yeah. And they build a following because people want to see and listen to them. That's yeah. it. Let them, let yes, them do that's it. it. So in your, in your opinion, does influencer content um, perform better or worse than branded content that you push out? Uh, I think it performs better because you are your audience is a lot more receptive to your message. Mm. They are talking to you quite you know more than they are talking to the brands. Yeah. Um, people buy from people. They talk to people. They trust people. So yeah. I think when your influencer says something, you are going to sit up and listen. You are going to understand what they're trying that message they're trying to get across. Yeah. So I think it actually performs better. We see this every day. Yeah. Just want <laughs> an expert to con confirm it for us. <laughs> And then when it comes to user-generated content, which in the, in the biz we refer to as UGC, um, do you um, like using brand fans or brand followers when they post content about your, your, your customers? Do you use that and why? I think you know influencers are, some, influencers are some of the most creative and innovative people, yes. and that's why they've got the following they do because they they educate, they entertain, they inspire. They've got something for you to see when you come to their, their platform. Their content is worth. They've they've taken a lot of effort in creating content that they know will will hook people. Yes. So I think user generated content is fab. It's actually sometimes, you know, I think when you're working on a brand, and I, I saw this at Santa Bank working in the same kind of with the same brand. You, you need yeah. someone fresh. You need someone who comes and looks at some differently yeah. says it differently and i think so user generated content is coming from a different angle that perhaps you haven't even thought of and even if it's just kind of one of your customers going i've had such a great experience with um, with with standard bank and and one of the employees i feel yeah. like that also boosts it so so much and i see yeah. so few brands actually using that content and just retweeting it or yeah, reposting yeah. It and saying another happy customer yeah because yeah. i mean it also builds that trust with a community yeah. to go yeah. They didn't pay this person to say this. This is not from their brand pages. Yeah. But look at the great experience this person has had. Yeah. yeah. It's funny you mention about employees because I think that's one of the things that businesses and brands don't use enough of. It's their own staff. Because their own staff are actually seeing what's going on. They're living that brand. They're yeah. working there every day. And, and a lot of the time, they love that brand. Um, so I, I do think that's a, a gap. So... Uh, <laughs> To the point, employer advocacy is yeah. seeing a huge rise um, at the moment. And even at Infinity Group, there's, um, the internship has started oh, nice. this year where they literally work with brands with their employees yes. to create in-house in, uh, influences, so to speak. Very nice. Because it is just building that expertise and the trust and yeah. you see a face behind yeah. the brand. Yeah. Yeah. But also brand building people. starts yes. from within. And yes. that's just amplifying yeah. it through a resource that you have. Yes. And your employees are your... Your biggest also, arsenal. If your employees yeah. are happy and they say that, people are also yeah. like, oh, they treat their employees great. Yeah. Exactly. You know, they love mm. this brand. But another thing is, as well, is that your employees can then give you honest feedback and go, hey, yes. guy, you know, you a brand might be quite nervous to say, I mean, an influencer might be too nervous to say it online <laughs> or not understand <laughs> if they do yes. say it. Yeah. But your staff can go, hey, this this doesn't work. This is mm. actually, this is this doesn't, I don't like this about this product or I find you need to tra change it. Or, yeah. You know, use them to give you the proper feedback because it's they, yeah. they've got a vested interest in it. 
it. I think brands often forget that their employees are also um, their consumers a lot of times. So they go through the consumer journey and they can see the hiccups. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, let's let's talk about uh, usage rights when it comes to user-generated content. Are there any official guidelines that brands need or can adhere to? Um, I think if you are using user-generated content, you have to ask permission okay. and you have to give credit. But likewise, um, influencers need to actually be honest when they are talking about branded stuff and they've got those yeah. stuff that they're unboxing. Yeah. Use the hashtag, ad, advertising, gift, whatever it is. Be, be quite clear. Yeah. I, I see a lot of people <laughs> do do it, but some people are still not doing it. Some of the big names, some of the yeah. big influencers the still don't do it. Of people don't do yeah. it. I and put this uh, on my yeah. Instagram stories yesterday because I was on Twitter and Instagram yeah. and I saw quite micro to macro guys yeah. who just yeah. doesn't do it and yeah. Yeah. us who are in the industry can spot it a mile off but yes. the, the general public don't, yeah. don't I'm like, exactly, guys just yeah. be transparent you're right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your top three tips for brands that are busy with their 2020 social media strategies um i think be ready for change i think the social media platforms change constantly and they're changing more and more regularly yeah. you yeah, cannot, sometimes exactly. it's hard to keep up, to keep up exactly. the algorithms change and then they don't like this and then they change that and they introduce something new so mm. i think nothing's cast in stone be ready for change yeah okay be more focused you can't talk about everything you have to actually be <laughs> narrow it down there's so much noise out there oh, God, decide so on something to talk about because customers and i think when you're deciding on, on what to talk about it's the understanding of what customers want to hear what are their pain mm. points and what are, what are the solutions that you're offering them not about what you want to talk about <laughs> so again it comes down to know who you're speaking to know who you're speaking yeah. to and i think maybe the last one is a bit be more daring and take more risks i mean yes, you know, <laughs> you know be, take a chance you know use facebook live be out there you use platforms that you're not used to take you know uh, you know try something new mm. no exactly guys if you want to keep updated with algorithm <laughs> changes and platforms please follow bron on instagram <laughs> she posts things she and her blog as well it's just like here it is. Yes, it changed. It's all you need to know. Change again. Change again. I'm just like, please, Brian, tell me everything. Um, to that, what are your predictions for 2020 um, social media? Because I see a lot of things yeah. are changing. 2019 yeah. for me was like the year of changing, Change. on yeah. the cusp of changing. And I just want to see things settle in 2020, please. No, and it's not going to change. <laughs> Be ready for change. Um, I think most probably we you have to understand customer insights and people insights to understand why people do the things they do. So psychological. Totally. And yeah. the, the thing is that we are competing with all the other mediums for time, time and attention. Yes. And I think the one prediction is we're going to see a lot more of these short form engaging video clips. Okay. And okay. it's not platform dependent. It's not like it's going to be TikTok or that or that. It's going to be a, a, it's the 15 second quick, short, engaging snippet. Interesting. Um, I think we are going to be seeing uh, uh, more people using the, you know, I hate the word authenticity. I know. <laughs> and I think with so, influence, like like the word influence has become a bit of a swear oh, word sometimes. Yeah. So it's authenticity so, because everyone's like, one thing there. But I think we, people are wanting raw, unfiltered. Yes. Be you. Let me see the real you. Let me see behind the scenes. Let me see the the person that, 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 that you know, that un, unfiltered show up as yourself. And I do think 2019 was great for that because yeah. you saw that shift from yeah. that very curated, polished looks, especially yeah. on Instagram where yeah. people now have the stories to show. Yeah. Not everything is as it seems. <laughs> and everyone is fallible and everyone has issues and it's okay. Know, every now and then I'll go on with an Insta story and I'm like, okay, I'm not using a filter. It feels like I've got to tell people that if they're looking at the <laughs> yes, I am this, you know, unfiltered, I am this unpolished, but, it, but be daring. It kind of feels so liberating mm. to just go on and, you know, be yourself. And I think, you know, with the removal of likes, like we sing it now with Instagram. and I love it. 
you know, it is going to force brands and businesses and people to kind of go, well, I'm competing on a level playing field with everyone. Now, if people like my my stuff, they will like it. But it forces you to not just post for the sake of posting, not just post because you need to have a presence and you need to fill up a content calendar, but post because post stuff that people like and engage with. It's going to be creative, be experimental. Because you need to add value to your timeline. That's it, yeah. You can't just be like, oh, I have to post once a day, every day, let's just post and use an influencer with a million followers and no one listens to them. Now brands are going to have to step back and say like, who's got the most resonance? Who's got the most engagement? And actually choose very wisely with the content and the influencers that they use. Yeah, totally. Mm. Any other predictions? Mm, I'm going to try use TikTok. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know if anyone who's listening has tried to use TikTok. I've downloaded it for research purposes, oh, of course, obviously. Of course. And I literally spent an hour on it and I was like, I am too old for this. <laughs> I don't understand what these kids are doing or the pop culture references. But I did see something, you know, Facebook's very clever. Facebook's not going to let anyone just steal their... No. their so I saw they, they've started to look in something called Reels. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's kind of like the... Comp- the it's kind of like the TikTok version of, you know, that, yeah, you know, of course they're going to do something. Yes. Yeah. But hey, let's I see. I mean, it's like Instagram ringing stories that's killing Snapchat. But don't you find it funny Snapchat. that people will take their TikTok video and share it on Instagram? It's kind of like we. It's uh, where their tribes are already built. Yes. And I've seen people going, please go follow me on TikTok. Yes. So it's like this cross yeah, over. Yeah. Look, and I, I'm like, the more platforms, the better. Everyone's got a different niche, right? No, sure. yeah. So yeah, I'm um, still a Twitter fan. Uh, I know it's angry. You and I, I know it's, are I from the. <laughs> the generation who was brought up on Twitter, social media. That you, can say it. Yeah. you can say it, and we're old. You can say it. <laughs> we are wise. We're not old. But that's where my big tribe is. And when yeah. people go like, yeah, wait, and I'm like, Twitter, that's where I have yeah. my most reach, my most conversation. Yeah. Mm. You know, if Twitter's, if you're not enjoying Twitter and it's too angry and it's too noisy, unfollow and you hate, those unfollow, people. clean up. You should be doing that regularly with all your platforms. That's yeah. a great tip. The there. platforms yeah. are all different. People go to di- platforms for different reasons. Yes. Uh, Instagram's my glossy magazine where I love that whole eye candy. I want to see gorgeous yeah. food and beautiful people. And yeah. that's where I put my, like, my best self <laughs> my, on. My right? filter. Yes. Facebook <laughs> is where I connect with you. I want to actually belong, you know, in groups and my neighborhood and my, my hobbies. But Twitter is where I want to talk. And put it's it, my I want to talk. It's my, yeah. And I talk now about what's relevant now, what's in the news. It's my fast yeah. information. And I think brands have to understand it's not a spray and pray approach. You're finding yeah. so many people who post the same thing One across piece of content. all the yeah. brands, the same content type. And I always, always say, and that's fine, even with influencers. If you have one piece of content, that's fine, but package it differently yes. for every, yeah. Yeah. every platform. Yes, it's different. yes yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Ronnie, do you have any advice for someone who wants a career in social media or just want to leave their corporate job and do what you did, start your own thing? Um, the biggest piece of advice I can offer is just know how you're going to add value. Know what makes you different. There's so many people mm. going through this you know, midlife crisis. <laughs> Can we please call it a quarter life crisis? Quarter We're life. living we a lot longer these days. You know, people are desperate. They, they want more out of life. They want that freedom. They want to give back. Mm. They want to make a difference. But you need to understand what value you're going to add because that is how you hook business. That is how people trust you and trust what you're offering can help, help them in their businesses. Yeah. I do love that. If you are going into social media, just to know that there's no on-off button. Even with, well, actually any small business. Yeah. The, when you're yeah. running your own small business, it, it's always on and it's hard and but I've never felt more alive in my life so this is my question we all want that freedom which is great but you also need to know what is sacrificing for that freedom that's it that's yeah, it exactly. yeah. and there's yeah. always that that's that, um, yeah. that what what do you get for what you want right yeah. Um, yeah. and I think you hit the nail on the on on the head there where you just like it's always on with a small business 
But yeah. can we please agree that you have to have some boundaries so you don't burn out? Yes, mm. yes, totally. Okay. You heard it, Joe. Don't work 24-7. Exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, that was Coffee Conversations about Influencer Marketing. Thank you, Bronnie. Uh, please you. follow this conversation on our new Facebook page. It's called Coffee Conversations about Influencer Marketing. Please like and share. Yeah, exactly. Please. And download this and all other episodes on iTunes. And please spread the love. Uh, Bronwyn, where can our listeners find you? Um, www.conversationstation.co.za okay. as well as on all the social media platforms, Conversation Station um, or Bronnie W on Twitter. Okay, thank yeah. you. And for kick-ass influencer marketing strategy, well, where can they find you? Influential without the I because we're right. different. That's yeah. where we stand out. We start with <laughs> there N. Uh, influential SA on Twitter and LinkedIn. Please right. follow our conversation there. And then personally and Dolly across the board. Okay, ladies. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so Thank you, you very much. Thank you. Everybody Thank you. at home, we love you and we have to leave you. Until next time, next goodbye. Time, Bye. Goodbye. Bye.